Hello there. Welcome to the Oblivious Maximus podcast for another episode. I'm your host, Aaron Osborne. Uh, this week, my guest is Colin from Twitching Tongues and God's Hate for the third time. I think Colin was the third guest on this podcast when I started it years ago. Um, so it was great to have him come and do the new one. We talked about Master Killer by Marauder. Um, Colin goes pretty in depth on it, which is sick. Um, Colin did, does tentatively a podcast with uh, his friend Alec that's sick called Real Deal, which you should check out as well. Um, and yeah, it was just a fun conversation talking about a record that Colin really likes and I really like as well. So it's fun. Um, yeah, got a bunch of cool episodes coming up. Go back and listen to some of the old ones if you want. Listen to the old ones with Colin. They were pretty funny when we did them, uh, many years ago now. Um, yeah, got cool ones coming up, talking about more records. Again, as usual, give us a follow, give us a like on social media things, give us a rating if you want. Um, if there's some place this isn't playing that you want to hear it, let me know. Let me know if there's anyone you want to hear on here or, uh, records you want to hear me talk about. Um, it's been really fun. I can't wait to keep doing more. Enough talking. Here is episode 88 with Colin from Twitching Tongues talking about Master Killer by Marauder. Fucking brutal. All right, Colin, thank you for coming back to the podcast after many years of me not doing it. <laughs> You're welcome. It has been a long time. Yeah. Did you stop full on for for years yeah like two two years hell yeah how's it been how's the re-emergence going well it's good i mean i think you know i'm not doing anything else so there was like no excuse anymore to not do it <laughs> like i had to I, I might have i might should heed your words yeah well maybe start doing something but you can't go to the movies though so i can watch old stuff that that's the thing there were so many requests and demands for like talk about old movies it's like what do you want me to say like yeah that's that critically acclaimed movie is really good <laughs> that thing you love here's why <laughs> yeah here's why you love that thing you love well nah you know i mean yeah i mean the thing for me was like i i wanted to do it again and then there was really no reason to not do it once this all started <laughs> like totally as soon as i got locked in the house i was like well I don't like playing guitar 24-7, so I'm not going <laughs> to... I wish I... I don't even have a guitar with me. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. How, how did you come up with the uh, one album per episode concept? Well, I mean, I think when it got to... Well, you know, I think you and some other people who had I had do it multiple times were kind of an example of the fact that, like... I love talking to the people I like talking to regularly, but there's only so many times it's interesting when... It's true. The questions are just about the other person. There's got to be a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, there's a thing in, at the center of everything. Yeah. If there's no thing, then there's no thing. Well, you know, I can I could interview as many times as you want, but then we'd just be digging <laughs> dirt at some point, you know? Yeah, we're just, we're just, then we're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it. Before you know it, we're just chatting. <laughs> um, all right, so... When we talked about doing this, you had a couple records that you were thinking of choosing. 
And then, it was hard because it's like how how do how do we make this entertaining? You yeah. know. Well, I think I mean I think this is a good choice because I think probably when I met all of you guys, mm-hmm. I, I guess to preface this, so you picked Master Killer by Marauder. Yeah. It's true. I'm assuming it'll be in the title of yeah, the podcast, so they'll know by they'll, now. They'll know by now. But yeah. when, I guess to yeah to preface this, for me personally, like I obviously knew who the band were, had heard lots of the songs. Obviously, the big songs, Master Killer, for it example. Hits. Yeah. But I I feel like at least in Australia, they were never as big as they obviously are elsewhere. Is it in terms of being an influence on like? modern music yeah like a sonic influence on yeah what's going on geographically like where you are yeah they and they would that, never, i like, could tell yeah i could that. hear that yeah but so then when we like first met you guys and it was like oh all of these dudes all have marauder shirts i was like mm-hmm. oh so these guys fucking love marauder right oh we ride we, we ride and die for it <laughs> But so, yeah, when you suggested this, I was like, well, I got to talk to him about... It makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, other other than it being obviously a record that you love, why is this a record that stands out particularly for you? I feel like that's something we'll get into when breaking it down track by track. But All right. uh, to me, it's like it's the whole package. Yeah. The, the songwriting, the production... The lyrics uh, all have yet to be replicated. Yeah. By by the hundreds of bands who have tried. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's it, it has stood the test of time and 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 like it kind of shapes it reshapes a generation every few years. <laughs> well, it it does seem to me like I, I think as like a complete outsider almost, it does mm-hmm. seem like this record particularly. It moves in waves of bands like rediscovering this and restarting the sound. Um, but I mean, so when when did you first hear the record? Uh, I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Yeah, and and before listening to it, it they were like this mythical, magical beast of a band. Yeah, and and it 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 don't. Should we just get into it now? Or? Yeah, just, just okay. Go for like, it, man. so I, I think I probably heard "Life Is Pain" or "Master Killer" first. So it's like yeah. those are "Life Is Pain." You go into and you're like, "Oh, this is what all these bands I like are trying to do." Yeah. But when you start the album from the top, you get the time ends intro, which is like weirdly like melodic. Yeah, and and not your standard like pacing of a hardcore song either like no, got the it, swing and stuff it's so on it was so unexpected to me where i was i remember my first thought being like am i listening to the right thing like because <laughs> people don't realize like even 10 15 years ago like it was not cool to be a hard band yeah yeah so like whatever was happening that was not what was happening in modern hardcore and like 2000 five six seven it, the close like the barrier dead was was closer on the spectrum to marauder than like Anything what was else. happening like posi numbers and stuff like that yeah so yeah. 
I, I remember my very first time listening to it. I was listening to time and just thinking like, is this Marauder? Is this, the, is this the same band that I just heard? And then he hits the, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, Oh yeah, this is that, <laughs> this is that good shit, baby. Well, I think, I mean like the first note I made is that the, this record to me is one of those records where like, it has some of the most like consecutively good songs to like, I mean, obviously the, the record, the whole record is great, but like it starts good. And then it's like, Oh, the next song's a, a good song. I know. Oh, the next song's a Dude, good song. It's, I know. it's crazy. It, it literally doesn't stop being good. Yeah. Even, even what you, so it's like, I've, I've taken so many cues and, and notes from this songwriting where it's just like, no, no second is wasted. Yeah. Even even the transitional parts are cool, which is such a rare thing to get. There's like they, I don't know what, like even they weren't even able to really do it again. Yeah, because I don't I don't know how they did it in the first place. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it is one of those things. Like I think. I mean, the the I think the first time I looked into it properly was like you know, and looked into more of the songs and getting more into it was like around the time of meeting you guys, honestly. Because like, I mean, I knew Master Killer, I knew the songs that I'd seen bands cover before or whatever. But like, I never you had, you, you had listened to it, but you hadn't heard. It. No, exactly, exactly. I'd never, I never like sat down and gone. Actually, I straight up, I think the first time I did sit down and listen to it the whole way, I was like, oh, all of the good songs that I know my by Marauder are the, like, the songs on this record. Like, Yeah, they're all 10 of them. Like, yeah. oh, I know this one. Oh, I know this yeah. one. Yeah. So, that was, I mean, that I think that's obviously, like, a great sign of a record being, like, an absolute fucking ripper, is that... Yeah, totally. Like, you've heard them all, yet you haven't heard them all. Yeah, yeah. And and time ends is 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 really just the ultimate opening track. Yeah, well, it's like, I've, to me to me it's like on par with like Angel of Death. Yeah, I mean it's in terms of just kicking off what the presentation of what you're getting all around. Yeah, I mean, it, and it is really interesting that it doesn't it doesn't take the same vibe or feel, which is again like a good thing about a record when you think about a full record. Every song shouldn't sound exactly the same or have the same pacing or the same, you know, it needs it needs to be a piece kind of thing. When when in reality what's crazy is outside of the scale and like the intro all, all the riffs are in the same spot yeah. on the neck. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it cuz like well I'm this is something we'll process track by track but like I can, I, you could show me a, a one, like five seconds of a part of a riff and I'll know exactly what song it is, even though it's the same notes and the same scale as the whole entire thing. I mean, <clears throat> I think the, a big thing for this was, uh, n- now knowing that and knowing more about this band and things like that too, is that like, obviously there is now, I guess more presently, like a huge influence on at least how I hear American hardcore as an outsider, like how that's then developed now over more like Mm -hmm. modern years, I think. Um, And I think particular, I mean, I think the the particular thing that it suits for me is that it has so much cool, like little metal flares that that's what ties me back into it, you know? Totally. Big time. 
And it, it, it almost seems odd to me that more it isn't more highly regarded in just like metal because of how much. Yeah, but I, what's and it's like I, I feel like that just is those people never heard it somehow. Yeah. But like and when you talk, the people that heard it were like, this is the best shit I've ever heard. What's going on? Yeah. Like somebody somebody in obituary was their manager for a while. I don't know right. if he still is, but it's like, of course, yeah. you know, like they hear that and go, what, how do I could make this big? Yeah. <laughs> Cause this is the, these are the best songs I've ever heard. What do I, I mean, so I don't know. I, I don't know what is it. Do you, I mean, do you, was there. do you think that's part of why it hasn't though? Because they were from the hardcore scene. Like, it, 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 I mean, tied it I feel it? like that's, that's the case nine out of 10 times. You know? Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to get out of the bubble, even though I'm sure in, in a time before you and I, they got out of that bubble for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was tentatively going to be in Sepultura for well, he tried out for Sepultura. Very true. You know, that is very true. So someone paid attention. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> should have got the job. Oh, I I actually that was that's the nut I made. Imagine if it was him. Was right, what, dude. Right? He he is has one of the greatest voices of all time. Yeah, and like I think particularly on this particularly on this record, I mean obviously it's like you know it's very rooted in hardcore, but his singing like the the aspects where he does try to like hold a note or find a note or things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, at for music at the time, he's good. Yeah. On on five of the five deadly venoms, there's a couple straight up like melodic parts, and he he, he can go, man. Yeah, he's got some pipes. <laughs> it seems right, it, so. That's it. Just seems odd to me that that didn't then carry over longer for them. You know, I mean, I feel like that's got to be their fault. So. Yeah, because like five deadly venoms almost didn't come out. It's like they they that five deadly venoms is the demos for the album. Oh really? They blew the whole budget. Yeah, they blew the whole budget. From what I know, I could I could be wrong, and I've heard this story from passed down ten times. <laughs> but like that's that was the demos, and uh, there's there's it was another band at one point. It was uh, the 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 yeah, singer yeah. of Leeway sang on a bunch of those bands, and that was called Brooklyn's Queen's Expression. Okay. Brooklyn? Did I say Brooklyn Queen's Expression? Uh, and that's like I I don't really care for that demo, but. Yeah. I know a lot of people like it, but uh, yeah, I feel like that alone is a telltale sign. Like, if they had followed up with that the way, and it sounded like Master Killer, and they, I don't, it, I, it would, I doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't have been, mm. yeah, a phenomenon. All right, we'll rip through. Go to the next. What's yeah. your, what's your next set of notes? What do you got? Uh, Life is pain, track two. This is the blueprint. Yep. And how it had it all. How um how important were songs like this to the bands that you have played in? I mean, I feel like oh, dude. immeasurable you know to God's so, sake. Yeah, oh my god. The whole record is. I mean, it's like I, I don't know what I I just finished the second God's Hate record. We we just are like finishing up now. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do if we do a third one. It's like I'm out of I'm out of Marauder parts to use. Um, but that what's funny is the one six years was it six six years ago today we were in Australia. Yeah. Uh, and that very last show we decided to play Life Is Pain. Yeah. 
We had never practiced that or played it before. That was the one and only time we ever did it, and it was just because we want felt we thought it would be fun. Well, you know. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. You were there for that. You were also there for me me falling for 90 straight seconds. I think someone, I saw somewhere on the internet the other day, someone posted a video of you falling over at that fest in Europe as well. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that wasn't quite as good. No, but it, it's... That it, was quick. It was quick, yeah. It was just... You, you like, saved it very quickly. I recovered gracefully, but the Australia one, oh my God, man. It was like a one minute I, I just, full like, body fall. I can... And the, I, I wish there was some technology that could pull exactly my vision <laughs> of it into a video. Me too, because I never got to see it. And I can, like, perfectly Sucks. remember, because where I was standing, it was like... Moses parting the Red Sea, and all I could see was just <laughs> like your ass and your legs up in the air. <laughs> well, what's crazy is I distinctly remember making eye contact with you <laughs> for a second while falling, and you just standing there with like a beer and the biggest smile I've ever seen. It was like, and, and I remember thinking to myself, like, never in my life did I imagine that I would distinctly see you fall over multiple oh times my in my <laughs> life. <laughs> oh my god, man. And those are like the only two times I ever fell. I feel like. <laughs> that was it. Well. So so yeah, life is pain. So life pain. is pain. An yeah, app title was, uh, for you falling over regularly. It, yeah, it really is. It's it made for uh some cool shirts. <laughs> made for a great song. I feel like it really sold the band. Yeah. To uh to most people who hadn't heard them. That's basically all you need to know what they're about. Yeah, That's I mean a great solo. Yeah, I think like for me this I think this here was the song that I heard covered the most like by by other bands, but then then I think for me like <clears throat> maybe that's because it's maybe one of the ones that's structurally easier to just you know wrap your head it's around. The hit. I would say it's it's the their most popular song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like so that makes sense. Just the the title alone is, you know, life is pain. Yeah, that'll get that. That's probably why I initially listened to it. I feel like before any recommendation, it was like life is pain. That sounds cool. <laughs> I, I agree with this. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I mean, so with with like covering songs, then like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you guys have covered. You know, you've done other covers, and I, I would say like. <laughs> You got like, um, I think like you guys, well, Twitching Tongues in particular, pretty, mm-hmm. you know, good vibe for covering songs. Like, you know, you've done a lot in your time. There's quite. It's true. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I remember, I mean, here, even when on that same tour you did, you played Master Killer at that fest here. And uh, yeah, that was fucking awesome. And it was like, <laughs> it was one of those things where I think. That was like the, I mean, and, and I think certainly in, I mean, maybe in Melbourne, I don't know. I'd never watched, I'd never seen someone like cover it, but I think it was like that, that environment was like the perfect place to do that here. Cause like people were like dying that. for it. <laughs> the t- it felt, I remember we just felt like the time was right. It was, that was also a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. And, and what's funny about that is I remember like six months later marauder announced the australian tour yeah and i was like you know what guys you're welcome for that one and i, I feel I, like we had we had a hand in that 
I would say very comfortably someone definitely posted somewhere on the internet around the time following that tour that like, yep, well, that Twitching Tugs covering it was probably <laughs> all we needed. <laughs> like, the follow-up maybe wasn't. I can't, I can't comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, well, not much. What's uh? What do you got next for me? What do you, what What are your big notes on this? Uh, Mirror shows black. Uh, my big note, I would say, is when Ruckus toured with them in 2010. Uh, he shared with me uh, the "Your Mother Smokes Crack" lyric replacement that he would sometimes do. <laughs> Your mother smokes crack. And uh, sometimes I would catch him walking around just saying it and laughing to himself. <laughs> and that was that was even funnier to me. He is like a straight up secret comedic genius. It's crazy. I mean... Jorge is a brilliant comedian. That's good to He's hear. He's funny as hell. <laughs> how, many, how many... I mean, other than doing that, how many times have you seen them? Uh, Probably four or five other times. Yeah. And well, was, that's like I have a couple notes about that. Like, well, let, let's go to that. Was there, like a, was there like a standout time seeing them? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like, <laughs> um, interestingly, the last show of that tour was in Yuma, Arizona. Which is like, of all places, I, I could probably count on fingers and toes how many people were there, yeah. and that's that's why it was so cool. Because mm. it was like me and four of my friends, yeah, having having a great time. It was like a private Marauder set, basically. Yeah, me at I had God band practice. And you and I, it was it was you and I had God band practice. <laughs> it was the same thing. So that that was a pretty uh, unforgettable thing, and then Dan Weinraub, who sings in Downpressor, was uh, uh, he like rode with us on that entire little run. Yeah, I remember he threw up on the freeway that night for like twenty minutes, and that was awesome. So it was just a good way to cap the whole thing. Up. A real, just, a, a real cliff note yeah. to the memory. Yeah, I also fell asleep on the back bench next to him, and I woke up with my foot like in his ass and he looked at me and said this is not okay <laughs> okay so that's your mirror, mirror shows black your mother's book's crack <laughs> all right uh Mas master killer title track track four yeah i would say from the moment i heard this and on in terms of this this like shaped my taste in music in terms of what I wanted from metallic stuff. Yeah. Well, blistering double bass fucking, uh, I want that. Yeah. I want the big solo. I want the pit that is like, kind of like strangely kind of like not almost not a pit part. Yeah. You, know? you got to think about it a bit. Cause I, I can't scientifically explain to you why that 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 is so hard, <laughs> but there's something about it that like anybody I know 
that's like the if and when asked at the top of my head like what are, what would you want to commit like a violent act to i hear nah, 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 which is not what you would initially think but that's the that's the that's the pick i think for me if i were to try and describe um the music of god's hate to someone it would be that mm-hmm note like that no <laughs> oh, the the, se- the seven six yeah or the eight seven yeah, yeah. whatever that was no, that's there's a lot of that on the new one baby <laughs> that whole that whole area of the guitar yeah the, the eight seven nine yeah <laughs> that's the whole thing i did it all up there oh that and like i used so my goal was to use every combination of o one left Every They're available, every available You're, binary in in the first song alone. <laughs> yeah, so well, you'll see. I can't They're wait. all gone. I Me mean, I, but yeah, that makes sense. I think, <clears throat> I think this song too is just. I mean, obviously, it's got like a relatively like notorious music video as well, like him it's on cool the throne well. and stuff. Yeah, you know? and I think it's just badass. That's certainly the first time I heard them was someone showing me the music video and being like look at this guy look at his fuck this is so <laughs> sick the dreads yeah and then people continue to say marauder braids for 15 years and make their twitter handle like marauder braids oh like God. jimmy jimmy marauder braids <laughs> so hopefully that's dead thankfully <laughs> but like like riff wise you've got a killer intro killer verse and that i've seen covered a few times not by us and everybody always wimps out on that riff man it's always like they don't do all the you gotta hit everything and hit the play the riff or don't play the riff you know i mean grow up that's like that's like um anytime like and i mean i'm sure i'm sure someone has done it well but i don't think i've ever seen any band ever cover um all i had i gave by crowbar and play and play it right play the riff right like every riff that it's like they've they've listened to it and gone like yeah that's how it goes and it's like (laughs) (laughs) just like just watch them play it (laughs) like I know there's some threes in there you, y'all ain't hitting, you know? <laughs> Hit the three or don't do it. Well, that's, and like, I just, yeah. I think that's a big thing for me whenever I've done a cover of a song is like, there is always this like really hard line of like, how do I make this not exactly just playing, just playing the song? How do I make totally. it for the, the band? But What's also, also like, do it? yeah. And, but also making it like cool to what, it is, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think another thing for me um, with with hearing with hearing like a song like this though is, um, like it does. This song to me has like all the cool, like it has all the little cool parts of like what I then hear in people's influence by Marauder as well. Yeah. Like, badass chorus riff, badass mosh part. Yeah. Badass transition part like everything's just so cool yeah deliberate everything feels deliberate yeah well i mean and i think i mean i think this 
like while you can already hear it by this point in the record um mm-hmm. like listening to it just the whole way through by this point in the record you're really like deep in the vibe of it too like i mean obviously and it's only track four yeah but like i think <clears throat> for me this when i was listening to it the other day and i was thinking about it i was like the sound the recording quality the sound of the record is something that now I feel like people are like searching for and can't can't find at all. You can't do it. Nobody could ever do it again. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And it's one of those things is like it's very interesting cuz like tons of records obviously recorded in the 90s started getting really like either started getting really people exploring with like bad fucking triggering and bad um mm-hmm. like electronic parts entering stuff whereas this just sounds like the guitars the tone of the guitars to me just sound like perfect for this type of music like perfect just a couple guys playing their asses off correctly yeah it's like this satisfaction and and pro mortal form are probably the big three where i just like of the of the 90s yeah that just sonically perfect yeah i mean it just like i think i mean i like one of the notes i put is just like to me that like all those you know the parts you were just talking about but those like higher like syncopated trem parts to me are like Mm -hmm. so of this record too and now whenever i hear any other band do something even just like a little run like that it's like oh there it is there it is that's where there they are (laughs) and what's interesting is like like people call those like marauder parts and yeah. there's probably like four of them on yeah, the yeah. whole record you know <laughs> there's yeah they don't overdo it and maybe that's why they're so memorable yeah it like it, it just sticks out more than the other yeah, the other things time. all right so <clears throat> we'll keep moving downfall of christ downfall of christ okay here's the silver tuna <laughs> so this okay so let me go back a little um in 2010 after we toured with them where they never once referred to me by my name. They called me, the whole band called me McLovin. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I guess I looked like McLovin at the time or something. Well, you would but, have been pretty uh, young. Yeah, and I had like short hair. I looked like a fucking nerd. But uh, yeah, I can see the resemblance. <laughs> but so this was in May of 2010. Mm-hmm. This is hardcore, was in July or August of 2010. And their drummer, Bobby, couldn't do it. So they thought, well, let's get McLovin. McLovin will do it. Uh, and and I learned the whole record. Like I was like, all right, I'm fucking down. Let's go. I, I would love to play for Marauder. So I learned the whole thing. And this Downfall of Christ was the one where I was like, this whole fucking song is double bass. It, like I still have war flashbacks of sitting and playing the song in my living room. You're like, oh my god, this whole fucking thing. But that this is another one that shaped my love of double bass. Yeah, I was like, if they can do it this one time, I can do it. If they can do it for two straight minutes, we can do it too. Yeah. <clears throat> Needless to say, I didn't end up playing for them because when it came down to it, uh, they wanted me to pay for my plane ticket, <laughs> and I was I was like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm like a kid. My feet hurt from double bass. Yeah, exactly. I 
I don't have any money and I'm in pain. Please. I'm <laughs> sorry. I've given it. my all for this already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that didn't happen. This also has the um, Leo DiCaprio once upon a time moment where he says centuries of marauders fighting in the end. Oh, well, brutal. He says the band name in the song. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to go. Gotta, there it is. <laughs> Did it. He said it. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. You got, I mean, I think for me, like, it's another thing too where um, I think by this point, you know, if you haven't listened to, again, like I, I mentioned before, like if you hadn't listened to the record before, this was the point I think for me where I was like, all right, I knew all those songs. And then this song came what and I was like, this? and I was like this and like, maybe I hadn't heard it as I had probably hadn't heard it before, but like really, really loved it. And then dead end path and i knew that very well mm-hmm. by that being like i don't know <clears throat> I, i'd like at this i think again when i like first was like sitting down i probably listened to this the whole way through a bunch of times like this was another one that i feel like maybe i'd seen someone try and cover it at some point and i think because of that like hearing it on this i was like oh this is great like why like oh my god <laughs> Dude, Downfall of Christ is something where I feel like if the average the average metal guy, like a guy who grew up listening to like Slayer, Creator, yeah. Exodus, he hears this song. He's going to be like, "What Where are where are these guys?" Yeah. Why haven't I where am, are they on tour? Can I see them? Like what how how did I miss this? When in reality everybody of there in their community missed this yeah this it's just like a perfect metal song well i i mean honestly that that's like the biggest note for me with this whole thing is like how how i wasn't i mean one what happened well yeah and i can understand how australian hardcore maybe didn't get around it as much but i can't understand how as growing up as a kid listening to metal i never heard like i never heard this thrown in with the other stuff that is relatively like of its peer group you know like i mean i obviously yeah. heard Hatebreed, and i obviously heard all those other things yeah. but I, I mean you know i guess they ended up becoming a much bigger band but at the same time yeah they're like, like the the standard bearers yeah but at the same but time they love like, marauder you yeah know? Exa- exactly <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe i just didn't see as many people you know, in their promo photos wearing the shirts or something. So I didn't, I didn't I take so, that. Um, <clears throat> well, all right, keep going. What's your next note? I like that you, you broke this down. I did. Yeah. Uh, dead in path. I've probably ripped off the verse of this song more than I've ripped off anything in the world. That little thing. I've, I feel like I've used that five different times. Well, you know, you got to stick to so the that's classics. Cool. Exactly. And then that, that was uh, the... Yeah. That was our sound check thing for three years or something where it would be like, all right, let's get uh, the whole band, try something. Just like a cool, so cool. a cool opportunity to play it. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot to say about Dead Path, but it's good. That's all right. All right, we'll keep moving. Take by force. Take by force. Okay, this is one, I think this is one of the first Marauder songs. It's on the demo. Yeah. I have uh, the very first shirt they ever made. 
which was like this tribal skull. Yeah, yeah. It says Marauder in red on the top, and then it has this weird like tribal shit on the bottom. And the back says Take by Force in big-ass letters. And more so than like the most like intentionally offensive thing I've ever worn, this, for some reason, gets the craziest stares <laughs> of anything I wear. Why? Why do you think that is? Uh, maybe illusions of sexual assault in some way, but it, like, I dude, I I feel uncomfortable wearing it because I get so many weird stares. It's just like take by force. That's not that crazy of a no. It's a pol- it's a political song. Yeah. I but I can't go around being just just listen to the lyrics. It's uh, just listen. To the <laughs> just trying to explain but, away the shit. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. But honestly, like. The riff barrage in this song, like it's like intro riff, 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 riff. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't stop. There's maybe like one transitional part. Yeah. And and what's the riff at? There's a there's a riff in the middle that I think gets stuck in my head more than any other riff. You got to do it. I want. I want. This is going to be like a pr- the first time on this so far. Someone's pulled up a riff to talk that about. Somebody's just pulled it up. <laughs> it's the one where I just. Oh, I don't even need to pull it up. It's. That one. I don't know. It's so simple but so effective. And that one. Sometimes I'll just be walking in the grocery store, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Get a real bop in your step from it. It, it gets in there. It stays in there. I think, like... It's a good one. I think any any record as well, like, with songs like that, like, I mean, I feel like this record is filled with parts like that to me. That, like... That, that you're like, oh, man, that's the best riff I've ever heard. I think, like, honestly, it would be a relatively regular occurrence to me, and I know because I have listened to this a couple times this week ahead of talking about it, but, like, I was just like in the shower and just getting the dun just like any little dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah there's and a like, lot of those for some reason that's it, just like around in a circle in my head now it's like it's a constant thing where like no matter how many times i hear it there's like a part in every single song where they get to it and you just go those motherfuckers <laughs> how how do they take something that like finger wise is so simple yeah but constantly do it in a way that is so interesting and hard and creative they're so cool man well i mean i think i think as well like hearing that like that again like those little flickers of stuff is where to me like links really in with more metal stuff of the time that seemingly is not you know recognized for absolutely <laughs> um all right what do i got keep going what do i got next uh fear of sin this interestingly has my favorite actual favorite marauder riff Talk i think it's the it. best the best moment on the record is at the two minute mark and leo and i would always say this was the spiraling down to hell riff 
and we both tried to recreate it so many different times and just couldn't we yeah. didn't want to touch it it's the and the drums are going the fucking the synergy of everything happening and there's like a dive bomb happening in the background it's so hard and cool that's the one for me I think that's where where things like that have that click is like the signifier of like being like too like you you've dived in now like at this point this record's there for good and, straight up dude and whenever whenever anything for me has a dive bomb just thrown in great you're you're sold I'm signed up <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I knew that about you. Yeah, well, I've seen I've seen you react that way when showing you stuff. <laughs> you had this dive bomb. <laughs> You'll be like, "What?" <laughs> All right, besiege the masses. Oh my god, greatest song opening of all time. Chicken, chicken, chicken. There's this really cool old live video of them when uh, when before jorge was the singer where they play the song instrumental yeah be- because my just didn't learn the lyrics that were written for him <laughs> and he said he explains it as like a typical dick i didn't learn the lyrics <laughs> so they just play the song without vocals um so when i was in high school uh i was like the the school dj Oh wow! I did. I did. A, I did a terrible job because I wasn't allowed to play anything I liked. Basically, like it had to be current top forty. Okay. So it was just miserable. Um, but football games, I could get away with a little bit because one time somebody from the football team asked me, like, "Hey man, like, when we go on the field, like, can you play some like metal or something? Because everybody plays like rap songs, and it just doesn't like fire us up." Yeah. So there was one game in particular where I played Besiege the Masses <laughs> as they took the field, and they won. <laughs> so I feel like it it had something to do with it. Imagine fucking charging onto a football field. This is like your any given Sunday moment. That was my. That was it. Was you? I threw that on, and I knew they were winning. This is it. How how did you like? Was that the only time you got to do something like that? Like throw? No, I just general. Yeah, basically, yeah. I generally had to play what I was told to play. It sucked. It was a really weird, like kind of high pressure thing because there were specific moments where I was not allowed to play music. How big? How big was the school? Huge. Yeah. Uh, like 4,000 people or something. Jesus. Yeah, it's the it's the biggest high school campus west of the Mississippi, I believe. Fucking hell. Wow. That was That's why one. there was a lot of pressure on the radio then, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And there's a, it was a, it was like a big football team. Like they, they did well. Yeah. Um, well, now you can just credit yeah. yourself as part of their success. <laughs> one win <laughs> was, was because of me playing besieged in the fucking masses. <laughs> Um, all right, Crossfire. Crossfire. Uh, I'd say it's a worthy album closer that might not have fit anywhere else on the record. Yeah. But the chorus riff. It's, I mean, is 
is genius. The song is sick. It when when it was playing the other day and the record finished, like it just shuffled back onto playing it again, and I was like. Great. That's what I do generally. I'll just listen to it. I mean, yeah, leave it. <laughs> leave it. Yeah. yeah, that the I lo- I love the song. I love the ending, the all for fucking revenge and the ring out part. But yeah. some, the core the chorus riff is is one of my favorites on the whole record. With like the weird fucked up chords. Yeah. Yeah, it's they're they're really in a world of their own with this one. I think I would say I don't think Marauder's my favorite band. Yep. But just because they don't they don't have the, the the musical longevity. Like I love Five Deadly Venoms, but yeah, but they uh, don't have like the career legs of a of no. another band. Yeah, of a, of a typo. Yeah. You know? But I would I would probably say this is my favorite album. Yeah. For sure. Well, that, that's great. I mean, <clears throat> I think that that's also another thing too. I think often a band like you can i mean you can have a favorite band and and it can be completely different from your favorite record like i mean i even know something that often gets brought up to me is like i'll say what my favorite song is or what my favorite record is and it's got nothing to do with and i mean i guess i've i've brought this upon myself covering myself in i hate god merch all the time but anytime (laughs) i talk about anything that's not i hate god someone's like oh what fucking cool shirt man (laughs) hey fucking leave me alone Uh, but yeah i mean i think this to me is like certainly after you know listening to it more and and listening to it you know consistently over time now this definitely to me is like one of the if someone's like what's like the what's like one of your like go-tos for if i was to suggest someone to listen to like a hardcore record to me it's this is like up put, put it on it, you man. know yeah, like and absolutely and again like i think maybe because here it doesn't get the attention or didn't get the attention at least when i was younger now whenever i hear it too if i hear it like in the wild like at a <laughs> like like if i hear it at someone's house or it comes on somewhere i'm like if it comes on in the car in a in a shuffle or something i'm like yeah <laughs> like, yeah crank it <laughs> it's so exciting <laughs> um so how how do you see like i mean i guess you know in well i mean already talked about it but like definitely a huge influence on god's hate but like do you is this always something that's going to be you know something that's going to influence the way you are approaching playing in bands uh yeah i mean it's at the very least in terms of just song structure yes they they were so good at it and like i said earlier they never wasted time yeah on this record Uh, there was never there's never a moment where they do something just to do it it's like everything is to get somewhere else yeah it's not just like all right let's do there's also very few fast parts yeah which uh, I that's I did that with God's Hate too. There's there's none yeah. other than the like that's the only one. Yeah. Um, because it's like a lot of bands use fast parts as a crutch. Yep. And instead of an emphasis, like it'll just be like, all right, now fast part here because it has to go here. Yeah. Well, I think a lot when of people, it doesn't. A lot of people as well use fast parts because they have thought of two cool slow riffs but don't know how to get between them. So they just speed up to then slow back down. 
Taylor's all this time. <laughs> I mean, and to me, I think, listen, like, as I write and play more music, that always to me is like, you don't need to do that. Just write another cool riff. Like, Just write a cool riff. Yeah. Just, like, don't do shit that you think you have to do. Like, the best bands are the ones that actively remember and show that there's no rules. Yeah. So don't follow yeah. the rules. Follow Marauder. <laughs> That's good advice. Thank you. So, I mean, if you were if you were to give like a succinct recommendation to someone who'd never heard this for whatever reason, what what One would song? what would what would be yeah what would be the song and what would be the recommendation? Oh my God, man, that's hard. It's really hard. I mean, I think for me personally, it's it's more my angle on this record is more that it's like from my upbringing this is like a gem of if you listen to metal but you haven't heard this and you like hardcore stuff like you this is the one you gotta listen there's to. a there's a zero percent chance that you will dislike it yeah, yeah. no I, I agree if i mean and it's like it's metallic hardcore done in the best way yeah because there's nothing where you go you don't sit there and think oh, i've heard this yeah i'm bored because this this is the wheel that people have been trying to reinvent. Yeah. You're looking at a fucking Goodyear full pump tire, baby. <laughs> Four wheel drive. And it's been turning for years. Yeah, I would I mean I guess I would say to like a to a layman, to a guy who came from Warp Tour. Yeah. And like and like knows nothing but like what he's bought at Hot Topic. I would say listen to Life Is Pain. Yeah, because that'll that'll get all the fucking whoever you know. Uh, but and then to to the more learned uh, music, more of a, yeah, <laughs> learned kind of hardcore, actual hardcore fan. I would just say go straight to Master Killer. Yeah, or or start the record from the top because Time Ends is an all time opener. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely like and I I think to to be honest like <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I mentioned it before but like the when I heard that as the intro the first time I like I think I pressed play on it from the start. I was like it's great. It's not what you expect. Yeah. It's good to have that. Not at all. It's kind of like it's like the opposite of um Cold as Life Born to Land Hard. Yeah. It's actually it's actually very similar because most people know little from the world because of the verse part that jen 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 jen. So people think that's what like this is what cold as life sounds like. This is what this is all about. When you listen to the rest of it, and it's like you're getting a kind like a fast kind of New York hardcore band. Yeah, where your your expectations are instantly subverted, mm. and they're doing all this other interesting shit that you didn't know that they were musically capable of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it like it's. <clears throat> I would say, I was ve- yeah. When you gave me the list, and I was like, this is. I was like, this is the one I can talk about too, because like I yeah. just I got so much time for it. It was it was easy. It was easy. Yeah. You you was right. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, everyone's locked in the house and not doing too much. But, I mean, the God's Hate Records finished. You said. 
And is that going to be the next uh, thing you I would, try I would do? say, yeah, that's like what all my brain power is going towards right now. I would say it's probably 85% done. Yeah. Nate, Nate's done with all his vocals and stuff. I have kind of placeholder versions of all mine yep. that I'm going to redo like next week. And we just got the artwork back and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that's uh, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'll show it to you after. All right, I can't wait. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the, the the little part of the record that I heard when I was there, when you were doing some of it, was great. So. Well, oh yeah, what was what? You were you were doing bass when I was there, but you'd all I all I heard was you know the will someday be famous use of splashes on the record. Oh yeah, okay, that's the song where I use. Every combination of oh one imaginable. See, that's the binary track. That's that the splash part. The synergy <laughs> of this conversation. Yeah, the splash warning. Yeah, it all came full circle. Okay, yeah, I'm glad that you feel that way about that part. Oh, I love. I'm it. Glad you get it. I think when, when I I don't know if it was before you were there, but I mean maybe Taylor showed me the part of it, and I was it was just like listen to these splashes, and I was like. <laughs> fucking love this i just just for the listener before but you're you know we're months away from this record but yeah i use not one not two but three splashes on this record <laughs> and personal a, record something that has been left out of hardcore for far too long if if, if they come back i want 10 percent <laughs> of album sales or whoever starts using them well, you or know. just ten uh, percent of the splash itself. Yeah, a cut little, me off a chunk. It'll be like you know <laughs> those people that you know those hunters that collect ears for every person. Yeah, that... I want I want the ears, man. I want the splash. You gotta have it. So I yeah. mean that I mean obviously otherwise lockdown's been pretty fucking brutal for trying to do anything. So is that kind of everything? Everything else that's taking up your time at the moment, just living day to day. That's it, man. I've just been watching Community, working out eaten eaten like obnoxiously healthy during the week and just legendarily that during the weekend <laughs> you would not believe what i'm what i'm eating man well i'm i'm glad that you're being so restrained to do that i i i feel like i'm doing pretty well as well i thought good it was going to be pretty dangerous for me when i immediately was like well i i simply can get drunk every day now because i don't have anywhere <laughs> to go but yeah i managed to temper that well and have not been doing it so well i you know i feel like my my equivalent to that is ice cream yeah so it's like i I can eat ice cream every day you know yeah but i will feel bad one week later (laughs) are you being selective with the ice cream that you're eating as a yeah yeah oh yeah i'm getting the good shit only yeah I've been really into mochi lately. Okay. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> and it's so small that I don't feel like I've done harm to myself. And, t- and then I realize I've eaten eight or eight or ten of them. And then it's like, oh, shit. This is falling Yeah, Yeah, they, they sell McConnell's pints in the uh, in the grocery store near me. So that's... That's why you moved I'm to this on, house, I'm right? I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I, did, we, did we ever take you to afters? I don't know. Oh man, that we'll hit that next time you're here. Yeah, it, oh. it's like 
the, the specialty is this thing called the Milky Bun, where it's essentially like a hollowed out glazed donut where they shove ice cream in it and then seal it up with the hot glazing. Oh. This is... Oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, I guess now i got a reason to come back. you got a reason. Just we're going after And I live 0.4 miles from <laughs> Calculated the exact time. Yeah, oh, take. yeah. I walk there once a week. All right. Well, I'm going to stop recording. But thank you for good. fucking talking to me about Marauder, mate. Appreciate it. Anytime. Loved it.